You're listening to The Corbett Report. CorbettReport.com Welcome back, my friends. Welcome back to The Corbett Report podcast. I am your host, James Corbett, coming to you as always from the sunny climes of Western Japan here on this 14th day of January 2012. And I would like to welcome everyone back to the podcast and invite you all, as always, to check out my website, CorbettReport.com, where you can find all the previous episodes of this podcast, as well as articles, interviews, and videos created and conducted by myself over the past several years, and links to other sources of information put out by myself, including FukushimaUpdate.com and ClimateGate.tv. And let me just start off the new year and the new year of podcasts by thanking wholeheartedly all of those people who signed up to become a Corbett Report subscriber by donating 100 yen a month and receiving the monthly newsletter, and or those people who bought a DVD, including my new Corbett Report Data DVD 2007-2008. Without your support and without that help, this media simply would not be possible. So please, everyone, give yourself a big pat on the back. And please accept my wholehearted, warm-hearted thank you, because truly, this media is brought to you by you. And on that note, let's switch gears a little bit. Of course, this is the first podcast of the new year, so I'm very much looking forward to a new year of podcasts and guests and radio and all sorts of media. So I hope you are subscribed through the RSS feed so you get all of the latest updates as soon as they're available. And I've had a few emails from people recently Uh, Wondering why the radio show is not coming through the podcast feed. Well, I'd like to let you know, once again, there is a separate radio feed just for the radio show. So if you're subscribed to the podcast-only feed, you'll only get the podcast. If you're subscribed to the radio-only feed, you'll only get the radio. You can subscribe to each feed individually or the everything feed so you can get everything all together. And you can find all the information about that, including a video showing you how to subscribe uh, through iTunes. Uh, at the CorbettReport.com slash subscribe tab on CorbettReport.com. So please go there for more information. And uh, if you have any problems with it, of course, just contact me through the contact form. Finally, I want to draw your attention to something that a listener drew my attention to. It seems that last year when I upgraded the website and put everything into the new format, it looks like one of the interviews that I did, interview 256 with Bob Chapman from the 26th of November 2010, did not seem to upload, and the strangest part is I don't seem to have that in my own archives. So I'm wondering if anyone out there happens to have in their archives Interview 256 with Bob Chapman. And if so, perhaps you can get in touch with me and we can figure out how I can get a copy of that. Very, very strange, but I certainly wouldn't want uh, an interview to just go missing into the ether like that. So if anyone out there has a copy of that, please let me know. And on that note, we have a ton of information to get through today, as always, so let's get straight into it. Afghanis in Afghanistan, Vietnamese in Vietnam, Iraqis in Iraqi land, we've bombed them all. White phosphorus and napalm too, bunker busters, daisy cutters, cruise missiles, B-52s, we bombed them all. For their prosperity, their freedom and democracy, when you play the world's savior, someone might return a favor. Well now we've got remote control drones Talk about working from home Shepherd boys, watch your back It's the way it goes when drones attack 7,000 nukes in place Now 
my back's insurance just in case. I don't want to spoil the party. Ask those kids in Nagasaki. Someone might return a favor We could have bombed them with chocolate bars Funky cell phones and guitars Indie bands, basketballs, burgers, fries and beers of course We could have bombed them with movie stars Pickup trucks, honky-tonk bars Yeah, Johnny Cash, Johnny Lennon Singing in Star Spangled Heaven For their prosperity When you play the world savior, someone might return a favor. Cambodia's in Cambodia, and Somalia's in Somaliland. Del Reggae's in Iraqistan. We bombed them all. White phosphorus and napalm, too. Bunker busters, daisy cutters, cruise missiles, B-52s. Yeah, cluster bombs can't sing the blues. Welcome, my friends, to episode 214 of the Corbett Report podcast, Truth Music 3. Now, for those of you keeping track at home, this is the third installment of the Truth Music series here on CorbettReport.com. And in the past editions, we've listened to a number of bands and uh, musicians who are putting out truth uh, message in musical form, using their artistic talents to transmogrify the message of truth and freedom and liberty and all of that into a uh, an artistic form. So once again, I'd like to stop and salute some of the artists out there that are doing this, because as I've always said, each of us has to approach this information in our own way, and I have respect for people who are able to incorporate this into whatever it is they do. So I'd like to take some time to acknowledge some of the musicians who, who are out there doing just that. And what we just listened to right there was a, a song called Iraqistan from our old friends Black Hats. And you might remember them from a previous edition of the Truth Music uh, edition of this podcast. And Black Hats is B-L-A-K-H-A-T-Z. And yes, for the Americans out there, I did just say Z. And it's from a uh, EP called Go Japan 2011 that they were kind enough to send to me all the way here in Japan. So I certainly hope that you will go and continue to support their music at myspace.com slash blackhats or youtube.com slash blackhats. And they're also, of course, available on iTunes and uh, doing some great truth music there as always. So hats off to Black Hats. And moving right along, we have a ton of music to go through in today's episode. I really want to try to play a lot of music today. So first, uh, let's move along to an artist called J.J. Jones, 
who uh, is an American, and he has, well, he has a number of uh, different ventures and, and projects and musical things that he does, but something that I'd like to draw listeners' attention to is his Ron Paul songs at IamThatMusic.com slash Ron Paul, where he has a number of parody songs that are in the Ron Paul spirit, and one of them is available for purchase. It's the Downtown song, basically a parody of the old Downtown song, but with Ron Paul as the main lyric. So you can download that, you can buy that um, from him, and also, you can, there's a few other songs. There's Roxanne song, there's Raw Milk in the spirit of Frankie Lane, and uh, he also has one called End the Fed in the Spirit of Johnny Cash that we're going to be listening to in a minute here. But first, let's listen to an interview that I conducted with him on Corbett Report Radio last month, where we talked a little bit about Ron Paul's songs and his uh, spirit and philosophy. Of course, you can also uh, go to the Corbett Report Radio archive to find the full-length version of this uh, interview. But let's just listen to a couple of minutes where I, I, I asked J.J. Uh, Jones about his musical influences specifically relating to the idea of protest music, and he had an interesting response. So are there any musicians that you look up to in the in the political music arena? I would have to be totally honest and say no. I don't have... Uh, I don't... I'm not motivated by anyone's work in particular in terms of political music. I, maybe... It, just, you know, just thinking about that for the first time, um, maybe subliminally, Eddie Vedder who I think has become an extraordinary folk singer. And um, I don't know all of his work. Uh, I just know that the work that he did in that film where the guy goes off into the wilderness, I think it's called Into the Wilderness, he did the soundtrack for it, and it was just gorgeous. And it was, you know, these aren't, these aren't obvious protest songs, but they're, you know, folk songs based on humanity, and they're very heartfelt. Uh, well, that's right, and, I, and it strikes me that to, to limit the idea of political music to just sort of overt, in-your-face political messages would be would be wrong, because I think everything we do has a political aspect, so I think that comes out in, in whatever type of art we're creating. I, I think it, you know, it, it makes sense to, to fight against injustice. I, I don't personally, you know, maybe one of the reasons why I don't have um, many models uh, on this is because of my my artistic sensibility and my sense of humor. I, I don't see myself ever writing a traditional protest song. Um, I'd much rather write a parody that's got irony uh, because it's just, I've heard a million protest songs and I know that some of them are very important and I know that they've moved a lot of people, but for my own sensibility, I, I'm really not moved by the traditional kind of heartfelt, moving song just i just i'm not affected by that, that genre but i am affected by something that's got a twist to it well speaking of something that's got a twist to it let's listen to a parody of the great johnny cash and his song walk the line but this one is entitled end the fed and again it's available at iamthatmusic.com slash ron paul Watch on your government 
You can be sure those boys weren't heaven sent. Behind closed doors, they're printing money all hell bent. If I weren't dead, I'd end the Fed. Quite an appetite. Their printing presses are running day and night. All while the price of gold is going out of sight. If I weren't dead, I'd end the Fed. Once again, JJ Jones at IamThatMusic.com slash Ron Paul. All right, moving right along, I'd like to introduce the listeners out there to a song that I think is absolutely fantastic, a very, very good song. And I really like this music, and I think once you uh, listen to the lyrics, you'll see why it's included in the Truth Music episode. And I'm going to confess almost complete ignorance of this band or any of their other works, so don't take this as an endorsement of the band per se, I just think this is a very good song. But the band is called The Robots, and they're a band out of Sweden, and this is from an album that they put out in 2004. I know almost nothing else about them besides that, so if anyone out there is a fan of The Robots or can send me any more information, please do so, I'd be interested to hear about it. But right now we're going to listen to an excellent song called in the sign of the octopus by the robots. You know it's time to get the backstreets, Roger Crucius, Freemasons, and all the people in the shadows, as you see us, that's the plus. The hour of illumination, few and unknown, many and known. It's all obscure behind the eye, initiation. Everywhere in the sight of the 
Once again, that was the robots off of their 2004 record, We Are Everywhere. So I hope you'll check that out. And moving right along, let's switch gears a little bit. We're going to listen to a song that I think is absolutely a beautiful song, really, really well done. And it's by our old friend here at CorbettReport.com, Dan Dix, who as many of you will probably already know as the documentarian behind such excellent uh, documentaries as Into the Fire about the Toronto G20 or uh, any of his other work. He's done so much great work. And now he has PressForTruth.tv, where he's coming out with videos on a, on a daily basis and, and doing all sorts of uh, incredible work as usual. And it's a subscriber-based website, so I hope you'll check out... Uh, first, perhaps if you haven't encountered his work before, you can check out his work on YouTube.com slash WeavingSpider, where he has all of his documentaries and everything up for free viewing. So I hope you'll check that out. And if you like his work, please support it and become a member of Pre- PressForTruth.tv. TV, like I am. But uh, one of the things that people might not know about Dan is that not only is he a great documentary filmmaker, but he is also an excellent musician, and he makes all of the music for his own documentaries. So on his uh, YouTube account, and of course on the DVD of Into the Fire itself, there is a short feature showing the behind the scenes of the making of the music for uh, Into the Fire. A very interesting look at how that's actually done, and it gives you something, some idea of the dynamic that goes into creating a song for a documentary purposes where it's really got to be background music. Very interesting. So I'll put that in the links for today's episode notes so you can go and take a look at that. But right now we're going to listen to a song that I really like, and I played this on the radio show before, but I'll play it again because I think it's a great uh, song that I think people should listen to. It's called It's In Your Hands, and it's a guitar solo by Dan Dix. So I hope you'll listen to this, and then we'll go into the interview with Dan about this song right afterwards. All right, everyone, this is a song I wrote called uh, It's In Your Hands for a film called United We Fall.
soon. I just picked a chunk of skin off my finger. <laughs> that one's rolling. All right. That was the multi-talented Dandix of PressForTruth.ca and PressForTruth.tv with It's In Your Hands from the United We Fall soundtrack. I absolutely love that song. So, Dan, I assume you've been playing for quite a while now. I'm assuming that's not exactly our first song. No, no, not exactly. Yeah, I've been doing that for quite some time. Um, I kind of got out of, of, of music uh, for a little while there. And then um, once I got back, you know, once I got into making documentary films, it, it got me back into uh, music because, um, you know, when, when we had to add music to the film, so I thought to myself, why don't, why don't I just do it? Why, why don't I just write the songs to go along with the scenes? So I, I took a stab at it, and uh, the first time I did it, and now I, I did all the music for all three films, uh, Into the Fire, United We Fall, and The Nation's Deathbed, pretty much every sound or, or song that you hear in any of those films. Um, were written and performed by uh, by me, and I I just put it all out on the PressForTruth.tv um, site as well. Um, it'll there'll, there'll be a link uh, there, uh, a download link uh, will be available there very shortly of um, all 16 tracks um, that come from three of those films. Um, so if you want to, if you're interested, if you like the tunes, you want to hear some more of the songs, um, you can certainly uh, get them all there as well. Well, I'm certainly glad you did pick up the guitar again and, and compose those songs, because as I say, I'm a huge fan of that, that song in particular and all the other ones. Uh, just some great work. And it really reminds me of a, a 1996 album. It's kind of obscure. It's called Directions and Music. It was by Bundy K. Brown, Doug Sharon, and James Warden. And I have them as part of the, the bumper music for this show. There's one of the songs come from that album. And it just really reminds me of that, just a really nice vibe to it. And uh, it, it does raise an interesting point, because I think composing for a documentary must be quite quite a bit different than just composing a song in general. It has to have some something of a kind of ambience that it can kind of play in the background and not take too much of the attention, but it also has to have a feeling to it. So it must be kind of a balancing act to create just the right mood. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, people often, when they hear my stuff, they'll say, man, why don't you write some lyrics to that? And the reason for that is because often there's there's people on screens talking uh, while this music is going to be playing, and um, yeah, it's often about trying to convey uh, the right uh, uh, moods or emotions. Uh, that particular song uh, that we just heard there was when you know near near the end of the film when when we're getting into more kind of a solutions um, and and stuff that people can. Uh, you know, feel hopeful that that we're working to in the right direction. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's tricky, but I'm I'm certainly having have been having having fun with it. Um, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Sometimes uh, people might say, you know, I, I thought maybe that song could could use a bridge in this section. Um, and and I, I mentioned to them, you know, if, if I was writing it to be on the radio, or if I was writing this song to play it on stage or something, it would be a totally different. But I, I write these things to picture. I. I sit down with the rough cut of the scene or the film, 
and I, I, I'm literally writing the song as I'm looking at what's happening on the screen, and I try to make the music fit perfectly to whatever's happening on the screen. So it's been an interesting process, and it's been fun, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing, doing some more of it. Once again, Dan Dix, documentary filmmaker and musician behind PressForTruth.tv. So once again, I hope you will go and check out his other work. But let's move right along, and we're going to try something, again, quite different. Let's take a bit of a new uh, U-turn here, a new turn, and we're going to uh, head into some interesting territory from our old friend James Evan Pilato of Media Monarchy. And as I'm sure any of you who have listened to him before know that he was actually a, a college DJ on his old college radio station uh, back in West Virginia, and he has a, I didn't even know this myself, but he has a, a blogspot, skinnypodcasts.blogspot.com, where uh, you can find at least one episode of his old radio show, where he and his sometimes cohort, Kurt, would mix live. And in an email from uh, from James about this, he says, we would mix live everything but the kitchen sink. Some of them sound like crap because they were quite literally captured on tape, but it was in this show that I started mixing 9-11 truth stuff and more, even as early as 2003. So that was from James Evan Pilato, and he was kind enough to send over this track, which was an example of what he was doing, mixing and uh, and putting things into uh, just incredible sound collage. Uh, absolutely very interesting stuff, so I hope uh, you'll enjoy this. This is called Mad Villain vs. Fortet. And it's from James Evan Pilato of MediaMonarchy.com, and I will, of course, put in the link to SkinnyPodcasts.blogspot.com so you can check out some of his other work along this line. This is a special edition of Skinny. Good evening, I'm Skinny. Jennings, Jennings, the, the program, the program you are about to see comes on the heels comes come, come on the heels of yesterday's massive terrorism was used by government against the international idiots the government ring has been smuggling millions of doses of terrorism into the country scare their population is insufficient more than a hundred arrests were made in the u.s and canada our program is about this drug terrorism which the George Bush's CIA government has been dealt in terrorism during the war terrorists. to control their populations. Hey, Jim is with us still in Chapel 2. Jimmy, you there? What? Jimmy, you there? What? Jimmy, there? Jim? Yeah, yeah, yes, I, I am here, Michael. Jim, tell us, tell us what's happening out there. Oh, we just witnessed we're kind of, uh, one of the first things that was deployed to support the city of New York. We arrived on uh, late Monday night and went into action on Tuesday morning. We arrived on uh, late Monday night and went into action on Tuesday morning. Out! That kind of noise Jim don't tolerate. Thank <laughs> you. 
Again, that was James Evan Pilato of MediaMonarchy.com. Multi-talented individual as well. There are a lot of them out there and maybe more than you even know about because so many people have all of these different talents and I love to see it when they start mixing their talents and bringing them all together, especially when it's in the pursuit of truth, liberty, and justice. So hats off to everyone doing that, including James and Dan and all of the others. So let's move right along into another very interesting conversation that I had recently with someone called uh, Mike Von Hash. He is better known as youtube.com slash the Von Hash. And I will, of course, put in a link to that and to the SoundCloud of his band, Seven Shades of Void, where you can go and download a number of different mixes that he's done of, well, it's hard to describe his work. I guess you could generally say he takes clips from truth YouTube uh, videos and, and other sources and stand-up comedy and all sorts of different sources and mixes them together into an interesting musical mix. And as I say in the interview that I recorded recently with uh, Von Hash, which you can go and download from CorbettReport.com, I think it, this is an excellent example of someone taking not just the uh, truth message, but really, really weaving it into the fabric of the music so it really is a song that you would actually actually expect to hear on the radio or listen to uh, in your own time. I think he does an excellent job of that. So first, let's listen to a short excerpt of my conversation with Von Hash, and then we're going to listen to one of my favorites of what he's done, a very excellent mix of a We Are Change video with Luke Radowski talking to DMC, and I will put in the link to the original video as well so you can see what um, Von Hash had to work with, and then I'll then you can listen to the, the audio that he came up with, and I think you'll agree it is an absolutely excellent mix. So first of all, let's listen to this interview excerpt where I ask Von, Von Hash about his, uh, his band and their musical influences. Um, to be fair, most of it is... Um... Well, elect certainly electronic based, but um, I would say what, what used to be called, bear in mind I'm an old geezer as well, James, uh, what used to be called black music, as it were, soul, R&B, jazz, uh, funk, um, all of the 
basically the the sort of rhythmic. Um, I just love the, uh, the <laughs> I love rhythm. Basically, I love rhythm. Um, I fell in love with elect with electronic music after hearing Kraftwerk um, at the tender age of probably um, I don't know maybe thirteen, fourteen. Um, but this is going back a lot of years because I'm the granddad of the uh, I'm the granddad of the group really. Um, <laughs> we have uh, I mean Jody's 27, um, uh, Ben's a little older, Aids um, in his 40s, and uh, I'm uh, I'm actually I just turned 49. Um, so uh, which is um, you know for me again an incredible um, state of affairs to be, and I should really be in my frog chorus phase at this moment in time, James. Um, but I, I, I am actually making what I consider to be the best music I've ever made. Um, and uh, it is it's, um, a whole mixture. I mean, Geordie is pure out-and-out -out folk. I mean, really, properly folk music. Um, she describes the electronic stuff that she hears over here in Ibiza as beaty music, um, which uh, I did say to her, please never ever say that to any of the DJs that you meet or anything. <laughs> please, please don't, Jody. please, no, no. Um, but it really is such um, um, an amazing confluence of styles. Um, Aid, the guitarist, is, I mean, out and out um, heavy, heavy rock, the heaviest. Um, and his guitar licks are just, I mean, amazing. Um, and then Ben, uh, ben brings the, uh, the dub, the reggae, um, the funk, etc. Um, so it, it's um, a real mixture, a real, real mixture. My early stuff um, is, is all electronic because I've never, up until five months ago, worked with a, an acoustic musician. Um, a good friend of mine, um, Julio, lent me his sound card and I suddenly thought, wow, I've got a great sound card here. Uh, 16 inputs, um, and I, I'd always had a reasonably decent computer, but I thought, well, I can actually record people now, I can actually start to help out. And there's plenty of people on the island here that have all the talent, but unfortunately no recording space. Um, it always, as ever, seems to revolve around money. Um, and, you know, it's 500 euros a day for um, your average sort of friends, this is friends rates, studio time. Well, that's a lot of money, James. That's an awful lot of money. Um, whereas myself I can offer my time basically and I do um, it's basically you know come around uh, let's record let's see what magic we can make um, it's a privileged position I'm in I love it and um, you know um, hopefully we can continue to um, to make um, some well some great music there's some amazing uh, reggae musicians on the island as well um, that we're going to be working with shortly hey DMC huge fan of yours man thank you so much I talked to you before I interviewed you about uh, the 911 truth Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Out on Long Island during the Hip Hop Festival. I want to thank you so much for. One thing we're doing right now is I don't know what you think about this, but we have. We're outside the major banks. Right. And uh, when bankers come out of the bank and try to grab this money, we pull it away from them and we ask them, uh, when's enough enough? And really? wasn't the bailouts more enough? So that's what we're doing here today. About the politics is all about the music, not just a vocalist for your amusement. Things that Obama did is room for improvement. Bailing out executives or schools are getting ruined. Why you thinking all the kids are always being truant? Hey, Mr. President, what the hell you doing? Hate to bust your bubble, but the trouble is a brewing. Hey, Mr. President. Hey, DMC. Hey, DMC. 
Tipsy is all about the music, not just a vocalist for your amusement. Things that Obama did is room for improvement. Bailing out executives or schools are getting ruined. Why you thinking all the kids are always being truant? Hey, Mr. President, what the hell you doing? Hate to bust your bubble, but the trouble is a brewing. Once again, The Von Hash and Seven Shades of Void can be found both on YouTube and SoundCloud, so I hope you'll go to the documentary notes for today's episode and uh, take a look at the link so you can find both of those and listen to some of his other work, including Snake Oil Wars, a track that he mixed based on my video, The Last Word on Snake Oil. I think he did an excellent job of capturing the essence of that and mixing it in with some other things like uh, Norm Dodd's testimony. Just absolutely brilliant work, I think. So once again, thank thank you very much to him for doing that. And of course, to any other budding musicians or artists out there, my work is always open to artistic reinterpretation like that. And I'm always honored to uh, inspire people to do that. So if there's anything of mine that anyone out there wants to use, just go ahead and, uh, and let me know the results. And finally today, we're going to switch to, uh, well, a, a very beautiful composition from none other than Alan Watt of CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. And as listeners of this podcast will probably know by now uh, from previous editions of this Truth Music series, Alan Watt puts out a Christmas composition each each year where he uh, does some classical guitar and really, I think, beautiful compositions. And uh, this year's uh, entry is no different. On December 25th, 2011, he released a composition entitled Alegria en el Dolor, I believe, but uh, my, my Spanish is a little, well, rusty. Uh, non-existent would probably be a better description. But you can go and check that out, of course, on CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. And while you're there, I hope you will certainly uh, take a look at some of his books and DVDs and consider supporting his work. But uh, Alan Watt, of course, a very accomplished musician who gave up his musical career in order to pursue truth and uh, and enlightenment through his uh, media work. So I hope uh, you will go and check out some of his other works. This is a very, very lengthy composition. I believe it's over 13 minutes in length. So we will only be playing a couple of minutes just to sample some of the music. But let's play out here with 
Alan Watt of CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. And on that note, I will leave it there. Once again, looking forward to a new year of podcasts. So I am inviting you, as always, to join me once again next week for another edition of The Corbett Report.